Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, guys? Pete Alonzo here from the New York Mets, and uh, I'm here with Alfred, and I just want to say thank you so much to all you guys for listening to the Metropolitan Report. It's a really awesome show. You got some great insight on Mets baseball, and, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great place where Mets baseball is talked about, and we got a lot of really fun stuff coming up this year and uh, a lot of really great things coming from, from this team in the clubhouse, and I'm really, really excited to keep the ball rolling, and uh, it's been such a fun season, and I- I'm really thankful for everybody coming out to the ballpark and supporting us, and it- it's just been absolutely tremendous. So thank everybody for listening to the Metropolitan Report, and uh, Alfred, keep doing your thing, and as always, LFGM. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new edition of the Metropolitan Report. I'm your host, Alfred Farsar Jr. Here on this podcast, we talk about any and everything New York Mets. Just a friendly reminder, the Metropolitan Report is a proud member of the Grid Network of Podcasts. Now, we've got a loaded show for you guys today, including uh, my thoughts on the World Baseball Classic and the number of Mets that are participating in the World Baseball Classic. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Also, uh, my uh, like and dislike of the new rules uh, in effect for the 2023 Major League Baseball season and how they've already played out in spring training games uh, so far this season. But first off, you know, we got to talk about what's going on in spring training. We got to talk about uh, position battles and, and a youngster who's tearing it up uh, down in Port St. Lucie. So first off, the first thing I want to talk about is a young man who I mentioned briefly on the last edition of the Metropolitan Report, that being shortstop Ronnie Mauricio. Now, last week, I, I mentioned a couple of the young guys in camp. I mentioned Vientos, I mentioned uh, Brett Beatty, and I mentioned Francisco Alvarez. Well, Ronnie Mauricio has been tearing it up in spring training so far. Uh, Ronnie Mauricio, home run after home run after home run. I did mention last week he was the MVP of the Winter Dominican League. And he tore it up in the Dominican League as well. Uh, so far this spring, Ronnie Mauricio with a 429 average, three home runs, five RBIs, and a 2.214 OPS. Oh, my goodness. Now, it begs the question. He's hitting this well in spring. Uh, in 2021, he hit over 500 in the spring. Didn't didn't start the, the season on the major league roster. Mauricio, unlike Alvarez, Vientos, and Beatty, yet to see any uh, major league time so far in his young baseball career. But 
the question is, a lot of Mets fans online and, and on social media are clamoring for Mauricio to make the opening day roster. But here's my, my thing. Where do you put Mauricio should he make the roster? We talked last, last week a little bit about the bench options, uh, the new additions to the team. But it's just too crowded to have Mauricio there. And again, Ronnie Mauricio, a switch hitting shortstop. We've got a switch hitting shortstop for the next eight seasons in Francisco Lindor. If you look at the Mets bench or guys who are fighting to make this team that are on the bubble um, in no particular order, uh, Lu Luis Guillorme already on the bench. He's going to make the team. He's a lock. Tommy Pham, backup outfielder, already on the – he's going to oh, sign as a free agent. He's going to make the team already a lock. Uh, you have guys uh, who are fighting to make the team, uh, guys like Darren Ruff and Tim LaCastro. Ruff will probably – uh, be the platoon DH behind Daniel Vogelback. Despite his struggles last season, the Mets front office believes in him uh, for whatever reason. Uh, Tim LaCastro, who last season was a New York Yankee, uh, also a former Arizona Diamondback. He is a speedy stolen base threat throughout his career. Should he ever get on or should you uh, have a pinch run situation? LaCastro, I don't think he's going to make this team Opening day, I think he starts in Syracuse, but as in baseball, anything can happen. And then again, Brett Beatty, who was also having a great spring by his standards. And then last week I said Beatty should start at the major league level. Um, to those of you who commented on the YouTube comments, thank you. Uh, there was some concern about how you don't uh, have a guy start on the major league roster just to sit. But I, I would imagine, you know, depending on matchups or who needs a day off, Beatty will get plugged in. So this leaves Mauricio, and I'm going to have the controversial opinion here, but Dominican Winter League MVP, tearing it up in spring training. I firmly believe the Mets should flip Mauricio for something. Why? Because here's my thing. Mauricio is a prospect, right? Here's the thing with prospects. You never know what you're going to get until you get it when it comes to prospects. How many times have prospects come up the pike and, oh, this guy is the next so-and-so and he's going to be a surefire Hall of Famer. They get to the major league level, they either get hurt or they struggle. You want to go historically with the Mets? Scott Casimir. Everybody thought up and down he was going to be the next Tom Seaver. Had a couple good seasons. Tampa Bay Rays. That was it. Uh, look at current um, uh, minor league uh, starting pitcher, Matthew Allen, who the Mets drafted very high. A couple of Tommy John surgeries, can't stay healthy. Lastings Millage had a good few moments in the majors. Gone now. And uh, yeah, after, after a good season and a half, you, you didn't hear a peep from Lastings Millage after that. So there, there have been a, a couple of guys the Mets have drafted or believed in, and the guy was supposed to be fantastic, and then through one thing or another, it didn't pan out. Jared Kelenic, another example. Everybody laughed. The baseball world laughed at the Mets when we acquired Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz for Jared Kelenic and Jay Bruce. At the time, they said we didn't win that trade. And look at us now, best closer in all of baseball, Edwin Diaz. Robinson Cano was on the tail end of his career anyway. You could say whatever you want. But 
and Kellenic can't hit above 160 for the for Seattle. So prospects are going to be prospects. You never know what you're going to get until you get it. So while Mauricio's stock is high, I I say the Mets in free agency, they got everything on the pitching side and nothing on the offensive side. I would use Mauricio as bait, try to get a bat or a couple of bats in return. Some people say I'm crazy for thinking that, but the kid's tearing it up. There's no space for him on the major league level. Some people say he's major league ready. Let him go somewhere else and prove it. Mets highly touted prospects. I love Dom Smith. I was a Dom Smith, huge Dom Smith fan. Guy, guy was a great double-A and triple-A ball player. And as much as I love Dom Smith, I even I got to admit it, his major league career has been lackluster so far outside of a, a, a good season and a good COVID-shortened season. So Ronnie Mauricio, again, 429 average, three homers, five RBIs, and, and 2.214 OPS. That's all great. The spring training, again, you plug him in in a regular season game, we don't know what we're going to get now. Chanting. The chances are he could be great. He might be great. But at the same time, you know, it, you could get something back for him. Imagine at the trade deadline, because, you know, all these rumors about Shohei Otani uh, not being happy in L.A., he wants out. Trade deadline comes. Would you Would you not get Shohei Otani to keep Ronnie Mauricio? I don't think that's a, uh, I don't, I don't think that's a question. So that that's my opinion. Ronnie Mauricio definitely not making this ball club, and if he does make the ball club by some long shot of a reason, he's definitely not going to get any playing time. So those of you who complained about me saying Brett Beatty should make the opening day roster, and and you don't want to bring up a guy to sit him on the bench, what do you think, Maurice? What's going to happen with Mauricio? Unless God forbid Lindor gets hurt or Guillaume gets hurt, even if Guillaume gets hurt, Guillaume is not a starter. I say give up Mauricio while you can and get something good for him. That's my opinion. The kid is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. As of right now, he's the he's a generational talent. But remember, all you folks said that Jared Kellenick was the next great outfielder, and kid kid can't make contact at the major league level. So that's that. All right, on to the battle for bullpen spots on the Mets roster. Now, of course. In the bullpen, you have, this season, you have Edwin Diaz. Just signed an extension. Best closer in all of baseball. Adam Adovino, his setup man, came back this season on an extension. Cool. And then you have the rest of uh, the rest of this uh, bullpen. Brooks Raley also uh, signed as a free agent. He's going to be uh, the lefty specialist, if you will. But the rest of the guys on the bubble, uh, you've got Sam Coonrod, uh, John Curtis, as mentioned uh, last week. Joey Lucchese, as mentioned last week, for the, the long spots. Eliezer Hernandez, the former Miami Marlin. Uh, Tommy Hunter, Steven Nagosik, and Zach Green, uh, who will also be join- who are competing to join uh, Diaz, Adovino, uh, Rayleigh. And uh, how could I forget Drew Smith? Drew Smith, who was uh, very impressive. Uh, last season now there are three spots left in this bullpen and you know I'm gonna go through each one now I think the long shots here are Joey Lucchese and John Curtis I'll tell you why both of them coming off of catastrophic injuries I don't think either one who is who haven't pitched since the middle of 2021 
should be on the fast track to start the season in flushing. Um, let these guys go to the minors, get some, get some practice in, get them to feel comfortable with their mechanics year and a half layoff from competitive baseball. And they very, very seldom have thrown in spring training. I know uh, Curtis had one inning with Casey yet to pitch uh, in spring training, let them go to the minors and get their reps and uh, get them healthy because we, we, we might need either one or both of them down the stretch. Uh, Elie Sir Hernandez, this is a, uh, this is a conundrum here because Elie Sir Hernandez has been a, a steady hand out of the bullpen. He's not a guy who's going to blow you away with, with outstanding stuff, as they call it. He's not a guy who's going to be a strikeout dominant pitcher. Um, he is a hard worker, hard thrower, guy that could get you some outs when you really need it. But throughout his career, his numbers haven't been the best. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Decent mid-relief guy, but if you, you better have a lead when you call Hernandez in. I think Tommy Hunter, out of all these guys, is the safest to make this team. I'll tell you why. If you look at last season and Tommy Hunter's usage, Buck Showalter relied on Tommy Hunter a lot. Uh, it's no secret, and you know Buck has, has said it before, uh, um, Tommy Hunter is a Buck Showalter favorite uh, of sorts. Uh, you know, Buck is real high on the Tommy Hunter uh, bandwagon. Uh, Tommy Hunter is also... Uh, a veteran, lots of experience at the major league level. I think he makes the team. Uh, Zach Green, another guy. Uh, he's an interesting uh, player to look at in the bullpen. Zach Green, uh, he was acquired via the Rule 5 draft. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with how the Rule 5 draft works, uh, Rule 5 draft is uh, veteran players who don't have, who are not, uh, not as seasoned as, as most guys are. Uh, in the majors. So if you have, uh, I believe, uh, four or five years or less, you could be picked in the Rule 5 draft. The Mets selected Zach Green. However, if Green does not make the major league roster uh, out of spring training, he will become a free agent. Uh, so that would be a waste of a pick in the Rule 5 draft. Should Green not make the cut, I think he'll make the team and then later be optioned, maybe a couple of weeks to a month later, if things don't work out or he. He needs some more seasoning. And then longtime Met Steven Nagosik. Very interesting as well. Nagosik is a guy. He's been up and down. Um, you know, you never know which Steven Nagosik you're going to get historically. Steven Nagosik, one minute, lights out. The next minute, he's a pinata. But Nagosik out of minor league options, meaning that uh, if he does not make the team uh, out of spring training, they can't just assign him to minor league camp. He would have to go and clear waivers. And you know what happens with the waiver process. He may not, he may not come back to the Mets if uh, if he hits the open market. But uh, again, I think Lucchese and Curtis, like I said last week, catastrophic injuries. Those two should definitely start the season in Syracuse. Sam Coonrod, I think, can make the team. Uh, Coonrod uh, was the pitcher of of winning record 
uh, when the Mets opened spring training against the Miami Marlins uh, last weekend. Uh, he's definitely uh, major league tested and, and ready. So uh, I think those last three spots go to, to uh, Hunter, Green, Nagosik, and Coonrod. Also, the now here's the, the other conundrum, the starting pitching rotation. Now, we already know there's no competition for Verlander, Scherzer, Carrasco, and Senga. Those four, I don't have an issue with. Jose Quintana, who we acquired as a free agent, he signed uh, this past December. He was previously a member of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, he wasn't their ace. He wasn't their second, third, or fourth. He was the fifth guy in the rotation. Eh, decent numbers. But his spring training numbers so far, he had a horrible start the other day. Uh, his spring ERA is 67. So uh, he got hammered. Again, like the phrase I used, he, he was a pinata. And he didn't look good. Now, I understand some people are like, oh, well, the Mets, they signed him as a free agent and they gave him this money. Doesn't mean he can't start the season in the minors. Uh, who will replace him? Well, it could be a it could be a three-horse race because you have Tyler McGill. You have David Peterson. Now, Tyler McGill has battled injuries since he came up in 2021. Uh, he was a bit of a uh of a of a revelation as a rookie, never touched triple A. Uh, in 2021, came straight up from double-A to the major league level and uh, and pitched very well in that rookie season. Of course, last season, he was the starting pitcher uh, when the Mets had the combined no-hitter against the Phillies. So we've seen flashes of greatness out of Tyler McGill. The question is, can he stay healthy? And then, of course, David Peterson. Now, David Peterson had a decent 2020, a rough 2021, but he bounced back last season. Uh, between Peterson, McGill, and Quintana, I mean, I got to see if Quintana has another bad start in the spring. Uh, Buck, you got to do something, Buck. Um, if Quintana struggles again, I may just have McGill uh, go in there and and, and take that fifth spot. Uh, I've always liked Peterson out of the bullpen or as a spot starter anyway. Um, and again, you could have more than five pitches in the starting rotation. You just have to sacrifice a bullpen guy, which... I wouldn't do this early in the season. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I do think that if Quintana struggles again, regardless of how much you paid him, or regardless if he's a free agent acquisition what does it matter i've never understood i've never understood why you know giving a guy the big bucks and then it justifies him having to be on the team and he struggles he struggles the guy got hammered in the spring and this is a guy who's going to start for columbia in a world baseball classic but we'll we'll touch on that in uh in a bit but again mcgill uh proven guy uh Again, he participated in that combined no-hitter. He threw the first five innings. Just the injury bug. And then Peterson, of course, is a lefty. Um, 
you know, it's valuable to have at least one lefty starter in the lineup. But Peterson, just historically, he scares me because, again, you never know which David Peterson you're going to get. David Peterson of 2021, who gets hammered, rocked. Or you get the Peterson from last season, who when the when the Mets needed the spot starter, he was reliable for Buck. So you never know. But I I think I think Quintana after that horrible outing should be put on a short leash. Again, spring training these are exhibition games. I know they don't count, but if the guy is getting beat up in games that don't mean anything, imagine when the games do mean something. Speaking of games that will mean something, the World Baseball Classic will start in about a week. Uh, the Mets have a significant number of players. They actually lead Major League Baseball in the amount of roster players who are participating in the tournament. Uh, the Mets have the following guys uh, playing in the World Baseball Classic. In Team USA, uh, Pete Alonso, Brooks Raley, Jeff McNeil and Adam Adovino will be in Team USA. Playing for the great island of Puerto Rico will be Francisco Lindor and Edwin Diaz. In Venezuela, you have Eduardo Escobar and catcher Omar Narvaez. And pitching for Colombia, the aforementioned Jose Quintana. Now, I have mixed feelings on this World Baseball Classic. I'll tell you why. I personally have always felt the World Baseball Classic should take place after the World Series. Why? Because you don't want to risk your guys getting hurt. That's my biggest fear, right? Say, for example, you know, Jeff McNeil gets hurt on a, on a diving play, trying to make a defensive play. Or Pete Alonso pulls an oblique muscle while taking a, a, a swing for the fences. We don't need that. Or, or Lindor, you know, pulling a hamstring running to, running to first base. We don't need that. Now, granted, it's a good thing because typically in baseball, early in the season, the Aprils and the Mays and the early Junes, guys tend to struggle because they've had the long layoff, especially if your team doesn't make the playoffs. Your season ends late September. You don't play for October, November, December, January, February. It's a five-month layoff till spring training. And then even in spring training, the, the the stars and the guys who are locks to make the team, they don't get extensive at-bats or extensive innings pitched. So guys like Pete Alonso, at this point in the spring, you get maybe six, seven, eight at-bats tops. World Baseball Classic, the games count. They're competitive games. They have something to play for. So hopefully by the end of this tournament, all of these guys, Lindors, the Alonsos, the McNeils, the Edwin Diaz, the Eduardo Escobars, maybe they start the season hot. Maybe the Mets are the best, the 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 best hitting team uh, uh, out of the gate in the in a major league season. That's a possibility because all those guys have been warm because they've been playing in the competitive games in this tournament. My only fear is the injury bug. You, you, you we we already saw uh, last this past weekend, Gavin Lux of the Los Angeles Dodgers tore his ACL in a spring training game. In a game that he was mandated to be at that he was paid to play in these guys in the world baseball classic are not getting paid to participate okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And if guys who are getting paid and mandated to be in these games are getting hurt, I can only imagine what, what playing in an optional, an optional tournament is going to do. That's my only concern. I'm glad because it gives these guys something to play for and something to do. And it'll get them, it'll help them in their preparation get warmer faster for the start of the regular season. But my fear is just the injury bug. And by this count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys on the Mets. Nine guys. You got nine guys on the Mets who who are going to participate in this tournament. And I, I hope that we don't see any, any, any injuries of that sort. Now, here's the other thing. If any of these guys struggle, now, granted, Alonso, Lindor, Diaz, McNeil, Adovino, Escobar, and Nervaez, they're not going anywhere. But if a guy like Jose Quintana, who we just spoke about, who struggled in spring training, goes into the World Baseball Classic on a bigger stage, because this is international now, everybody's watching. And he goes and he struggles on the international stage where all the eyes in the world are watching, then the Mets will become a laughing stock for signing this guy. Think about it. So that that that's my concern. And you know, uh granted, aside from injuries, poor performances. You know, all it takes is uh one bad outing to get the yips. So I, I just hope to see no injuries and no bad performances. But the last thing you need is a guy being a, a pinata on the world stage. So that's that. And last but not least on this program today, we're going to talk about the new rules in Major League Baseball. And I just have one question before I even get to the rules. Rob Manfred. What are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing? Pitch clock? You want to reduce the time of the games as if they were too long to begin with? Average MLB baseball game from first pitch to last out, typically about three hours, two minutes. They've been using this pitch clock in spring training, and the games on average have been reduced in time by 24 minutes. But to try to speed up the game, don't you feel like that compromises the game? And Rob Manfred, he's already compromised the integrity of baseball already. We've heard we've heard this guy refer to the World Series trophy as quote unquote a piece of tin. We've heard Rob Manfred talk down on baseball fans. He implemented the ghost runner rule where if a game goes to extra innings. Each inning start, each half inning starts with a man already on second base to try to speed up the game. That was met with a lot of backlash, and to me, that's still stupid. He put the DH in the National League, which I'm still not a fan of, and now we have a pitch clock. How does the pitch clock work? We'll get into it. The pitch clock, pitchers have 15 seconds between pitches to to throw a pitch. 
Now, this doesn't all this doesn't all only affect the pitcher. So, pitchers have 15 seconds between pitches to to throw a pitch. However, by the time that the pitch clock gets down to eight, the batter must be in the box and ready to take a pitch. We've seen in spring training already where guys have not been ready by the eight second mark. And if they're not ready by the eight second mark, it's an automatic strike. We saw a game uh, in spring training. Mets were not involved. Uh, where Manny Machado struck out in a bases loaded situation with two strikes because he wasn't ready by the eight second mark. However, if there are runners on base, so it's 15 seconds when the bases are empty, but if there are any runners on, whether it's one, two, or the bases are loaded, uh, the pitcher gets an extra five seconds. So 15 seconds with the bases empty, 20 seconds with a, at least one runner on. Pickoff attempts have also been affected. The pitcher is allowed no more than two pickoff attempts. So for those of you who may not understand baseball lingo, runners on first, pitcher steps off, throws the first to try to get the man out, catch him sleeping. Uh, the pitcher gets two attempts. He can make a third attempt, but if the third attempt is unsuccessful, like the previous two, then that counts as a balk and the runner gets the next base. What are we doing? What are, what are we doing? Now, granted, I have sat in City Field many a times, and I've seen in the course of, a, of an at-bat, the pitcher throw to first maybe five, six, seven times. But that's part of the game. Why are you trying to eliminate part of the game? And then if, and then if he, he has an unsuccessful third attempt, the runner gets second, the next base. And as with a balk, now let's say there's a man on first and second. With a balk, every runner moves up a base. So now the man on second goes to third, the man on first goes to second. What are we doing here? Why are we changing the game? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Some people say, oh, well, games are too long. If you want a short game, go fire up MLB The Show and cut down the amount of innings you play. Diamond Dynasty is three innings on MLB The Show. Go play that if you want a short baseball experience. It wasn't broke. Don't think. You know how many times, I, and then they worry about fan attendance. You know how many times I sat in City Field and there wasn't an empty seat in the house? Balk on the third unsuccessful attempt. And not and to make mat, and to make matters worse, we have bigger bases. The bases are four inches bigger. Do you know what that means? Easy it's easier to get stolen bases. All a guy has to do is dive and either a toe or, or or a finger has to touch the bag before the ball gets there. If if, if the bases were this size, when Ricky Henderson played, he'd have far more stolen bases than he ended his career with. Granted, he already has the record. Let's just give up bases while we're at it. How about this? Strike three, I'll go to first base. We'll forget the strikeout. What are we doing here, Major League Baseball? What are we doing? Some people like the pitch clock. I mean, granted, I mean, what are you going to do with an extra 24 minutes? I guess if you go to the game, you beat, you're not going to beat traffic because everybody's leaving at the same time. I guess if you're watching at home on TV, It'll give you time to uh, go watch that rerun of the, of the Big Bang Theory on TBS. It's not like we don't live in an era of DVR. 
to save 24 minutes. This is this is what they're doing. Pitch clocks. I think we're going to see a lot of box this season and way more stolen bases. The only rule that I am okay with is the the shift restrictions. So before you get a left-handed batter up and the defense all goes to the to one side of the field. Well, infielders are now restricted. There must be two infielders on each side of second base, meaning on the right-hand side of second base, you have the, the second baseman and the first baseman, and on the left side, you have the shortstop and the third baseman. I have no problem with that. Also, uh, you, you can no longer play uh, deep in the infield, meaning uh, by rule, the infielders must have both feet on the dirt. Previous times we'll see like a power hitter or a, or a, a much slower guy with, with, with much more power come up to the plate and everybody in the infield will back up. Their feet will be on the grass. I have no issue with that. You're an infielder. You stay in the infield. No issue. Out of those three changes, the only one I'm okay with. I don't mind two infielders on each side of, of second base. You're playing second base. What are you doing uh, as shortstop? Three guys on one side of the field. You're playing first base. Why are you lined up by, by second base? I've never, I've never, I mean, I get it, but you know, we're going to, certain guys are going to get their batting averages inflated and now that uh, the shift is restricted, but man, the, uh, the pitch clock, not a fan of, we're going to see a lot of box. We're going to see a lot of pitch clock and do strikeouts. I feel. Again, it's throwing got a lot of veterans in the game. It's going to take some getting used to on their part, but uh, I'm I'm not a fan of of those rules at all, at all, at all. But uh, the shift shift restriction, I'm okay with. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another Metropolitan Report. Of course, we're going to continue to cover spring training. Uh, each and every week and as well since uh, there are several Mets who are playing in the World Baseball Classic uh, we'll be sure to cover uh, bits and pieces of the world now we're not going to full-blown cover the World Baseball Classic but uh, should any of those Mets playing in the World Baseball Classic uh, contribute uh, something significant uh, or or have major failures in the WBC uh, we'll be sure to cover here on the Metropolitan Report uh, once again, I'm Alfred Parsar Jr. You can follow the Metropolitan Report on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Metropolitan underscore report. Uh, also, you can follow the Grid Network on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Grid, G-R-Y-D Network. Um, and I've said everything there is to say, and the only thing left to say is, let's go Mets. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.